Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Hey there, Spooksters, and welcome back to another episode of Three Spooked Girls. This week, we're doing something a little different. Normally, this would be where a stabby is, but like we discussed a couple weeks ago, Tara and I are traveling, and so we decided to do our Spookster Club patron select during this time. And so this week, we are going to be talking about a topic that's it's very interesting, <laughs> for one. <laughs> and as always, I am... Your girl, Jessica, and I am joined by my favorite ghoul friend, Tara. Hey, Spooksters. And this week, we're going to be talking about the Bunny Man. And the Bunny Man was picked by Caitlin. She is one of our $10 patrons. And that is one of the perks of being a $10 patron is that you get an episode completely dedicated to you. You get to pick the topic and we dedicate it in your honor. So this is for Caitlin. She gave us a whole slew of ideas. And this one was pretty interesting so we were like let's let's go with this one yeah yeah i like this one and i think she may have or somebody somebody's definitely recommended this to us before Mm -hmm. it's just one of those ones that's always kind of been interesting so once i saw it on her list i was super super pumped so i'm excited to talk about it (laughs) yes so Tara's going to hit you with the origin story and like where it came from. And then I'm going to talk about the hot mess of a movie that's on Amazon Prime. (laughs) So (laughs) strap in. Yeah, I got a I got a taste of what to expect in this episode for that. So so I didn't research anything to do with the bunny man because I wanted to know once I watched the movie, if the movie and the origin story are even similar to one another. And this particular movie has a sequel, which I'll talk about later. Well, I guess we'll fucking find out, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we will. So, Tara, tell us about the Bunny Man. Okay, so like most urban legends, there's tons and tons of retellings and twists and variations to the story. So I'm going to present to you the version I found and what I thought was pretty terrifying and also some of what actually happened and inspired this. So if you listen to our Killer Legends episode way back when, it's kind of that style. So I thought that'd be fun. Yes. So the legend goes that in 1904, there was an asylum built in Clifton, Virginia. The townspeople did not like this whatsoever. So they were said to put in so many complaints that it actually resulted in having the asylum shut down. Well, damn. Yeah, exactly. So while the residents of the asylum were being transferred, there was an accident and a bus crashed. Bum, bum, bum. Ten of the residents escaped, and of those ten, two were not found. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Two of those men were said to be named Marcus Walster and Douglas J. Griffin. While these two men were missing, strange things began to happen, as per urban legend law, one of which being that people would find skinned, half-eaten rabbits hanging in trees. This urged police to do an additional search, and this time they wouldn't come up empty-handed. They would find the body of Walster skinned like the rabbits that had been hung in the trees. 
On his body, there was a note that said, quote, you'll never find me no matter how hard you try, signed the bunny man. Some say that he was hanging in the tree as well, while others say he was under a bridge overpass, which is, spoilers, the bunny man bridge. Authorities eventually were able to find Griffin, but he managed to outrun them and made his way over to the original crash site, which of course was next to railroad tracks. <laughs> he then was said to have laughed manically and then jumped in front of a train. What? Jessica's got like this horrified look. <laughs> Later, it would be uncovered that he had been placed in the asylum because he had killed his family the previous Easter. Oh, so a lot of bunnies involved. A lot of bunnies involved. For years after, around Halloween time, the bodies of both rabbits and humans have been said to be found hanging from the overpass and in trees in that same area. Some have said that they have seen a figure walking through the tunnels under the overpass. Others say if you dare to walk in the tunnel at midnight, you'll be the next victim of the bunny man. Why would you walk in the tunnel after midnight then? Like, okay, people. (laughs) And that is the urban legend version of the bunny man for you. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you that the movie that I saw is nothing like that. Okay. Well, let me tell you the quick little true crime. What inspired this, though? Okay. Ooh, I, I always liked this part. Like, where'd it come from? Yes. Now that we went through the crazy whirlwind quick story, here's what actually happened and kind of what inspired this story. So there was actually two events that happened in the 1970s that kind of inspired this. The first one was reported on October 19th of 1970 by Air Force Academy cadet Robert Bennett and his fiancee. They were visiting family over in Burke, which is in Virginia. Everything's in Virginia. Around midnight, while returning from a football game, they had parked their car in a field on Guinea Road to, quote, (laughs) visit the uncle. You know they were doing other things. Ah, nasties. Right. And while they sat in the front seat while the motor was running, they noticed something moving outside the rear window. A few minutes later, the front passenger window was smashed, and there was a white-clad figure standing near the broken window. Bennett turned the car around while the man screamed a bunch of things at them, including, you're on private property and I have your tag number and, you know, just being like, get the fuck out of here and all this other shit. And basically, they drove down the road and the couple saw what he had bashed the window in with and it was a hatchet. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when the cops asked Bennett for a description of what he was wearing, he just kept saying that he was wearing a suit with bunny ears. But his fiance was like, no, that's not exactly what he was wearing. It was more like he was wearing some kind of like he was wearing white clothing, but it was like some kind of caparote. I don't know what that is. So, okay, I'll post a picture of what they were saying. Supposedly it is. I don't know how to say this word, and I probably said it wrong, and someone's probably laughing at me. You're welcome. But they both remember seeing his face clearly, but in the darkness, they couldn't determine a race or any other defining features to help out, of course. So the police returned the hatchet to Bennett after they looked at it, which is kind of weird, but okay. They thought they would have kept it because it was unsolved. But yeah, that's pretty much how that one went down, (laughs) and nothing ever came of it because they couldn't figure out who it was. 
And then the other one that I found was just a little bit later. It was on October 29th, that same year. It was a construction security guard. His name was Paul Phillips. He was approached by a man standing on the porch of an unfinished home over on Guinea Road as well. Phillips said that the man was wearing a gray, black, and white bunny costume and was maybe about 20 years old, 5 foot 8, and assumed he was 175 pounds. And as soon as he tried to come close to the dude to be like, what the fuck you doing? Like, you're at a work site kind of thing. The guy just began going crazy and chopping at the porch post with a axe and saying, you're trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop your head off. Interesting. Yes. So crazy man. Maybe not. Could be the same person. Who knows? But basically, these stories and other occurrences and stuff kind of came into play and helped develop the urban legend side of the bunny man because apparently according to research and history of the area and the town and stuff there was no asylum and anything like that that they could find documented because they were also like these two residents there's no record of them and i'm like okay fine but you can easily lose that kind of thing in the early 1900s but hiding a whole asylum i seem feel like that's a bit harder to do it's true. so i feel like that part's of course probably a little made up mm-hmm. just to make the story more interesting but it is an urban legend you know but it's fun and it's spooky that's true it is fun and it is spooky yeah yeah so there you go so you can let us know how that compares to the movie and uh your thoughts on all that good stuff <laughs> well I think the only thing this really has in common is that there's an axe, there's a man dressed as a bunny, and it happened, I'm guessing, in West Virginia. Virginia. Or Virginia. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was West Virginia. No, it's Virginia, at least in the like actual story. Maybe in the movie it's West Virginia. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> so the movie... So the movie is weird. Like, I'm going to tell you this. It is definitely like, at first I was telling Tara, it's like a B slasher movie. I'm like, no, no, no. This is like a D minus slasher movie. Oh, yay. It's really bad. It's really bad. Like, it has almost zero special effects. Like, when blood is splattering on something, it looks like that, like, cheesy, like, blood splattering on glass (laughs) image. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But okay. So it starts off. And it has all these weird images of children. So I'm like, okay, like, what does the bunny man have to do with children? So it starts off, there's this this little blonde girl, and she's just sitting on a bench. And the school bus is coming down the road. And there's just something weird about the way this little girl is sitting. Like, her hands are clearly, like, behind her, like she's handcuffed or tied up. Mm -hmm. Tell me what, like... 10-year-old sits with their hands like that. Yeah. And so when they do the side angle, you're like, oh, yeah, no, she's tied. (laughs) You can see it. (laughs) And the bus pulls up and it comes to a complete stop. And the bus driver opens the door and you see that she's got a little blood at the corner of her mouth. And the little girl just falls over. (gasps) Eyes wide open, just falls over. And of course, the bus driver is like, what's going on? Like, essentially not listening to anything the children say because the children yell this little boy stands up and yells bunny because at this time there's like a six foot ish white rabbit not to be confused with harvey if you understand jimmy stewart movies but a six foot white rabbit approaches the bus with a shotgun and a chainsaw Mm. so walks up to the side (laughs) the driver's side of the bus and because it's on a country road in the middle of nowhere 
because this is where it's taking place. There's like fields on like I don't even know where this little girl came from. Like there's not a house within like miles. Like who the where the fuck she came from? I don't know. First plot hole I'm poking. And he just like the bunny man just shoots the bus driver as she's yelling at the kids to sit down. Great. Mm hmm. Then the kids are like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? The first thing I would do is, like, run to the opposite side of the bus that the, the bunny man was on. Mm-hmm. The bunny man gets on the bus and they don't move yet. He starts the chainsaw and all the kids start running to the back. Now, it's going to keep this a little not too graphic, but not all the kids make it. No. Oh. Some do. Some are smart and figured out how to get out the emergency exits. Yeah. This, like, one kid, like, I couldn't quite figure it out. Like, he just kept not going out the window. Like, he was at the back of the bus, but he just never got out the window. Maybe he froze or something. Who knows? So that's kind of the beginning of it. And then it, like, transitions to this guy. Like, you just see this, like, skeleton hanging upside down. And this guy is, like, heaving it up with a rope. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm expecting it to be the bunny man. But it's not the bunny man. It's the bunny man's best friend. So you don't actually see the bunny man's face throughout this whole movie. At one point, you see him from the back, and he's a little bit burnt, mm. looking like he's got scars and whatnot. But um, the bunny man's best friend is this very colorful hillbilly, to say the least. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. No, like John Deere hat wearing, dirty wife beater just all around dirty human being. Mm. And he's got like the gross teeth and it looks like he's never brushed. Just not a not a citizen you want to run around with. Right. Right. And so you're like trying to figure out like why the hell he's hoisting the skeleton in the air. And you realize that he's like in cahoots with the bunny man. And they start talking and this guy is really mean to the bunny man. Like he calls him stupid. He asked the bunny man to hang a sign and he goes, I bet you spelled it wrong, which he did. He spelled refreshments with an A at the end, like R-E-S-H-M-A-N-T-S. Hmm. Refreshments. (laughs) So in his defense, like that might be how the guy said it to him. (laughs) So the bunny man is like basically like being talked like he's just being talked down to the whole time. The next thing you know, this hillbilly motherfucker is in a store bagging up jerky. People jerky? Or spoilers, Tara. Jesus. Oh god, oh god, <laughs> I didn't mean it. So <laughs> and then like you see that this family is driving up and they like may see the sign that says refreshments. And they pull in because they're trying to find a highway and they go in and they talk to this hillbilly. And they're like, how do you get to like the I-95 or whatever, you know, some generic highway. And he's like, oh, you just go here. You go like, you know, it's like that, like make a left at so and so and then you can't miss it type thing. And the guy is like, oh, is that you you made the homemade jerky because there's all these signs everywhere that say homemade jerky. And he goes, you make it. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, what's the gold star mean? Because he's like the guy sitting there putting stickers on the um, baggies. And then it's a flashback to when this guy shot a sheriff's deputy. So the gold sticker is the badge. And he thinks he's pretty clever. And he's like, it just means I marinated it longer. So then the guy like is creeped out because this guy is acting weird. And he goes, so he's like, hey, what if I buy two bags of jerky? Like, what do you give me? Like, we cut me a deal. He goes, hey, about this? If you buy two bags of jerky, I'll give you two for free. You know, 
because for your kids, because like the wife and the daughters are standing outside the car and he's like, "Okay, deal. And so he buys the jerky and he takes it out and he hands everyone a bag of jerky and they're just standing there eating jerky. People jerky. Oh, Mm -hmm. it says beef jerky on the like on the inside. It says like homemade beef jerky. Yeah, they don't know. (laughs) Mm -mm, They don't at all. And so then there's like this weird thing where at some point, like that night, they have dinner together, the bunny man and the other guy. And the bunny man is like trying to feed the jerky to the bunny. And the gu- this is like you can see the abuse that this guy has puts on the bunny man. And he's like, I jo- how many times do I have to tell you that bunnies don't eat meat? And then he like throws the bunny cage against the wall because the bunny man keeps trying to feed it meat. So he's like, you apparently you just can't have a bunny. Hmm. So then it flashes to the next morning. And the hillbilly guy is out hunting and he sees these hikers and he can't get to these hikers, right? With a clear shot. So he tells the bunny man like, hey, I can't get to them. They're in the woods now. So go get them. So then the bunny man goes and captures two and kills two because there's four. Mm -hmm. And he kills, let's see, how does he, he kills one with the, I think one with the machete and one with the chainsaw. It's just not good. And then they capture the other two because basically what happens is the other two, like they, this group of four split up and two continue on and two stay behind. And um, the two that go on are sisters, apparently. And you don't know this until later. But they go into the store and they're basically just talking shit about this store. And our hillbilly friend comes in and he's pretty pissed at them. Mm-hmm. And so he then captures them. And the next thing you see is that he is torturing them and that he's threatening to violate them. Mm. So then there's a blonde and a brunette and the blonde goes, hey, will you let us go if I bring you other people? And he's like, sure. So he lets her go and she he gives her a gun and they go and she brings three people back, which is what they arranged. And he toys with letting these other two go because... He lets them go, but then the bunny man captures them and then ties them back up. And then they torture these three other girls. One girl they put in like a barrel, like one of those like polyurethane barrel type thingies. Mm -hmm. And they put a bunch of screws in the side of it and then kick it down a hill. (laughs) And I'm still trying to figure out how that killed her (laughs) because they didn't like screw it shut. Mm hmm. So I don't know why when they kick it over, I know it would puncture her, but like why she didn't just like open the top and get out. <laughs> well, it's D-horror, so you know. Right. So basically they kick her down. She's like hits all the, I guess she hit a lot of rocks and I guess mm-hmm. the screws would go into her, but she was like way too bloody mm-hmm. in my opinion. So that's how they kill one girl. Let's see. One girl gets away because one of the girls is like, you can keep me and just let her go. And so he lets her go, but then the bunny man gets her and she dies because of a drill press to her eye. (gasps) Yeah. And then at some point, like the girl that had stayed behind, basically the hillbilly was like, gave her an opportunity. Like, you want to play a game? I'll let you go. If you get away, you get away. But I'm coming after you. But the bunny man (laughs) caught her because she saw the bunny man, but she ran. Okay. I don't understand this. Why is it in horror movies? Like when you see someone, you run to where they're going. Like, oh, my God, they're walking towards the barn. I'm going to go in the barn. So she's like watching him torture the other girl. And then she gets caught. And then she gets up on this like container thing. And he uses a grappling hook to get her down. 
And then there's like th- all three of them are there. Just knocking shit over in my room. And then the three of them. So it's the t- the blonde and the brunette from the beginning. And then the girl who tried to escape. Well, the girl who tries to escape uh, tries to escape again. And she like pulls the like the rope and breaks the beam. Mm-hmm. And she runs away. But she's like she has a bad cut on her leg. So she's like hobbling and they go. They basically go outside and like torture her. And this is like really where the D horror comes in. Like they stick the chainsaw like right in her. And she's just sitting there shaking. D- you good job. Tara just did it. It was like perfect. Like seriously. Yeah. Been, been I'm an actress her. She was now. Like, and I'm like really? Like a chainsaw is in you. Like that's pretty sure I'd be screaming a lot louder. Right. And uh. Um, so, and then it's, like, the blood's, like, squirting at the camera. Mm. It's, like, that, like, soft splatter. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, like, it looks like, like, a really bad video game blood splatter. Yeah, 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 I got you. Because they couldn't afford special effects. (laughs) They kill her, and then they realize that the other two girls are gone, and they go, like, they go to hunt them. Well, the, oh, I messed, I missed a part. (laughs) So, earlier... The hillbilly's in his store and the sheriff comes by and is asking questions. And this hillbilly gets really uppity with him. He's like, mm. he's like, hey, do you know where Old Mill, Mill Old Town Mill Road or something like that? And he's like, why do you want to know? And and the this is like the horrible writing of this. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, what'd you say, boy? Oh, jeez, Uh-huh. Like the sheriff. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrifying. Like. Please stop making that people talk like this to one another because they don't in real life. And so the sheriff, like, obviously is like, there's something wrong with these people. And the sheriff makes his way to the place where his deputy was killed, mm-hmm. which is on the other side of this, these people's property. So when the girl, the two girls that are sisters who escape together, they end up running into the sheriff. So the sheriff starts walking through the woods and he comes upon our hillbilly friend mm-hmm. and they have this standoff, right? Well, our hillbilly friend is kind of a sniper of sorts because he kills people from far away. And he's standing there in the sheriff's end. The sheriff has a handgun and he has like a this rifle. They like shoot like one, two, three. The hillbilly shoots first and then the cop shoots. The cop gets hit like right above the heart. Mm-hmm. And the hillbilly gets hit like somewhere lame, like toe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, they get up and the cop is like, you know, trying to survive. And the guy comes up and like, does like i don't know i don't know if you have some game of thrones fans out there but he like oberstein's his ass i think that oberin's his ass that's right basically he like pushed where the eyes go with his thumbs yeah and the the sheriff is like ah like dying but then he has like the wherewithal to reach over and grab his handgun and like shoot the guy in the neck Mm. so that has happened mind you the bunny man is like now walking around and he comes upon the sheriff's car where these two girls are in. So he pulls one girl out of the car and, like, basically, like, bangs her head into the sheriff's truck until she dies. Oh, God. And then the other girl tries to shoot him. But, like, he, like, she sh- fires the gun. And the this is, okay, this is where I also call plot hole poking. Mm-hmm. She fires the gun at him. And he just, like, smacks it with his hand and, like, flies out of her hand. And mind you, the sheriff has told her, I got a handgun under my seat, but it's only got two bullets, so make it count. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Bad writing, really, two bullets. You you mean there's no other bullets anywhere in your vehicle that she could reload with? Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> and mind you, they're just sitting there. 
Like, I would have been driving up and down that road in that truck, not stopping, waiting for the sheriff to come back. Like, would not have been <laughs> just sitting there with the windows down. Dum-dums. Dumbass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, seriously, like, they're asking to die. So <laughs> the bunny man has, the bunny man now has, like, killed the brunette girl and the blonde girl is there. And she's kind of like a hard ass and, like, they've lost their parents and she's really untrustworthy. So, or she's not trusting anyone with Mm -hmm. now rightfully so. So she's got the gun and it's like, she's looking at the bunny man. She doesn't even take another shot at him. She kills herself. (sighs) I had a feeling you were going to say that as soon as you like paused. And I was like, no, please don't say this. But yeah, she kills herself. Jesus. Okay. So then the bunny man walks into the woods to find his BFF hillbilly boy and finds that he's been shot in the neck. He's, like, wounded, but not dead. Like, grazed. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, without medical attention, he might die. Mm-hmm. The sheriff is, I believe, now dead. I believe he's hemorrhaged at this point. So the bunny man comes up and picks up the hillbilly's gun. And the hillbilly is, like, basically, even in the end, is taunting this dude. He's like, do it. Kill me. And the but- And I don't think he really thought the bunny man was going to kill him, but he did. Well, good. That guy sounds like a fucking dick. (laughs) Yeah. And then he leaves. Wow. And walks down the road. And that concludes the Bunny Man Massacre. And then you go watch Bunny Man (laughs) 2. I think it's Revenge of the... It's like Bunny Man Massacre Revenge. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I watched the first like 10 minutes of it and I was like, no. (laughs) Mm -mm." It starts basic, almost basically the same way, Mm. except for instead of the bus showing up, for the kid, it's the sheriff showing up for the kid. And I think the kid might be alive, may not be. I'm not sure. But the bunny man kills the sheriff and then goes back to this graveyard mm. because the beginning of that movie, they actually show you history of this dude and how he got burned alive. Oh, okay. So you get the backstory then. Mm-hmm. Got you. And some guy peed on him while he was burning alive. Oh my God. And then his little friend came and covered him with a blanket to put him out. Huh. So there's actually more story to that, but I had just watched Bunny Man Massacre and was like, I am not watching the second one. My brain cells are dying as is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do it. But you guys can. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Free to Amazon Prime. Users. We'll uh we'll post Ooh. either the the poster or a screenshot from Amazon Prime or something so you know which one she's talking about. <laughs> it is um not worth your time. <laughs> <laughs> I have told you the story though. Some people like these really, really Yeah, you could make a really good drinking game out of this. There you go. See, it's not a total lost cause, you know. Anytime the bunny man (laughs) just, like, turns his head slightly sideways to, like, ponder something, like, (laughs) going to kill you now. (laughs) Or anytime the hillbilly (laughs) makes fun of him. You could be really drunk at the end of this game. I'm just saying. There you go. See? There you go. Positive spin. Positive spin. Cliche killer, like, the girl runs into the RV. Like, the bunny man doesn't know she's there, but let's run in and slam the door of the RV so he 100% knows you're there. Oh, man. So not spooked girl approved. No, no. (laughs) If I was Jeffree Star, I would not approve this message. (laughs) Like, no, it's no, it is um, 100,000% 
thumbs down from Jessica. (laughs) But you could watch it and you could love it. I just like I was watching it while I was doing something else. I was doing accounting work. And you can know that I preferred to do the accounting work (laughs) and had to be like, oh, you need to watch this. It's a little little weird. But anyway. Yeah. So (laughs) do we have anything else we want to talk about with in regards to the bunny man? No, I think that's it. If you guys have any um, any suggestions on fun movies, YouTube videos, anything like that, drop them in the comments on socials. Let us know. Let us know. Yes. And thank you, Caitlin, for sending us this suggestion and all your other ones. We really appreciate it. And we really appreciate having you as part of the Spookster Club. And if you, too, want to have a, your very own episode dedicated to you, you can. You just have to be a $10 patron mm-hmm. and give us a topic. It's that simple. Yes, yes. And make sure you head over to our Patreon so you can see all the lists of everything you get. And I think we're going to be rolling out with some fun new things in the next few months. So mm-hmm. you guys are going to be excited. Yes. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. And that concludes this episode. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.